Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. But it's hard sometimes for your family. I do write a lot of songs about, I've written a ton about my daughter now. You know, you, I think our job as songwriters is to tell a story, to tell something you know, to tell the truth. There, there are quite a lot of songs that I've written about her and for her and to her. Um, there's one on the new record, uh, the new Steel Drivers record, um, that actually closes out the whole record. And I just told her recently, she didn't know that she was kind of the um, inspiration for this song. And I finally told her, and I think she was kind of shocked um, because the title is When a Heart Breaks.
was inspired after her very first, when she was 16, you know, breakup with her boyfriend. She'd been dating this young man for about six or seven months. And to see her go through that was hard. You know, it hurt me (laughs) to watch that. But I just, you have to go through it. We all have to go through that. But, you know, at one point, again, as a songwriter, you know, I'm watching it and and this line came in to my mind and it was, you know, kind of listing all the things that happen to you when a heart breaks. And that, did you draw on your own personal experiences from being a teenager at the same age or something and having crushes on the opposite sex? And And some of it was just watching her, you know, kind of going through, you know, what, what she did, you know. Um, and I did co-write that particular song with my dear friend Tom Utes. And and past a certain point, you know, a song will take on a life of its own. So not every single verse in that song is about her breakup or about my breakup. You know, then then suddenly you start thinking about, okay, how can we make this universal? universal? Yes. How can how can we, you know, then you just think about Okay, in general, what might you feel when a heart breaks? So certainly not every single word is about her, but she definitely was the inspiration for that. And she was a little shocked when I told her. <laughs> <laughs> so never go back to Never Far From Me. When you first played that to your then boyfriend... How did he react or was he, did you play it over the phone or did you? Oh, I think I waited until I got home. You know, at the time, this was way before you Skype and, you know, FaceTime and cell phones and, and all that. So, you know, it wasn't as easy to communicate back then. So I probably waited until I got home to play it for him. And, you know, he was probably embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but I think at the same time, probably a little bit, um, you know, pleased that I would, you know, be inspired to write a song. So you write this beautiful love song to your boyfriend, now your husband, and you decide this has to be recorded. So what happens next? Um, well, in that particular case, I knew I wanted to do a record um, for Dead Reckoning. And yeah, we, we set up some studio time and went in the studio, played the song for everybody, you know, just kind of me and my guitar and set to work, you know, Nashville musicians are so amazing. Literally, you write out a chord chart and play the song for them once and they can turn around and just sit and play it back with you. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, but, yeah, and I'm but sure Harry Stinson was on drums because mm-hmm. he was in the label. And Kevin may have even been playing guitar on that track and Kieran was probably playing mandolin. You know, so it was all my buds. That's the... All my pals. The standard mandolin fiddle combination. Yeah is the signature sound in some respects um, or part of the part foundation of, that, of your yeah. sound. That definitely was pre steel drivers. So it was definitely a little more singer songwritery. You know, there wasn't a banjo uh-huh. um, and there were electric instruments and some drums and things like that. It's a little more eclectic than, you know, uh-huh. what I've since gone on to do um, with the steel drivers. But Yeah. So when a heart breaks, tell me about the recording process there. So oh you, yeah, you, that was. Um, that's more recent. That definitely, <laughs> yeah, brand new, and and the way that kind of worked, we knew we were going to go in the studio, and make the next Steel Drivers record. So 
I, I would kind of group these songs together and then I would send them out to the guys in the band because, of course, you know, as a songwriter, I love all of them. They're like your kids, you know, you're, you love all of them. But I had written so many songs, I knew we couldn't record 50 songs. They had to be, you know, kind of sorted through. And, and actually, it was Kelvin Damrell, our lead singer, that heard When a Heartbreak, and he was like, we've got to do this. He said, this melody is is great, and the chord progression. Um, and, of course, I was excited that, that he liked it and wanted to sing it. Um, and I thought it, it was a different groove and feel than anything else on the record. We really, we got together, I think, and did a, a, a rehearsal, maybe before going in the studio, and kind of sketched out the arrangement a little bit, but nobody really had their parts completely nailed down. Um, but we went in the studio and, and really honed in on it and I think got a great recording of it, got a great version of it. So I'm super excited. You write a lot of songs that men sing. I do. I do. Yes. Which is funny. It's odd. But, you know, um, that's that's a very interesting point. I think the reason I do that these days mostly is because I'm in a band with a bunch of guys. And the, the viewpoint of the band is definitely from a male perspective. Um, and I'm totally comfortable with that and totally okay with that. I'm not the lead singer. I never have been. You know, we've had phenomenal lead singers, but I'm also absolutely okay with writing songs from a male perspective. But when a heart breaks is a mom's perspective. Well, is it a mom's perspective or is it a universalized I think it's, it's more of a... Because it, it everyone be sung, can have a heart break. Yes, it could be sung. There's nothing in that song that I recall that that makes it from a male perspective or female perspective. I think either or could totally sing it. So, you know, again, I'm yes, I may write a song that is, you know, from a guy talking to her, you know, but we're all people, you know, I think concepts of love, loss, hurt, pain, those are universal, you know, so I don't really get caught up too much on, okay, I'm going to put myself in the mindset of a guy. Those aren't gender-based feelings. No, no. They're universal feelings. Yeah. I mean, I just want to write the best song that I can write, you know. Sometimes I, I do wind up co-writing with a lot of men, and and that may bring in that aspect of it, you know, as far as I might say, well, how about this line? And they may go, eh, guy might not say it that way. I'm like, okay, fair enough. How would you say it? Well, let's get Reba to sing this. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know? Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.